Before we dive into today's episode, I want to tell you about a free three-act worksheet to help you structure your story. Whether you're a plotter or a pantser, a novelist or short fiction writer, this three-act worksheet will help you navigate your material and even begin each new story with a better plan. Download yours at nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Stop getting stuck in the middle of your draft. Go grab this free worksheet, nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. How much backstory is too much? How much do you as the writer need to know? And how much backstory do your readers need to know? Today, I'm going to give you three tips to write backstory that doesn't overwhelm your story or your reader. Stay tuned. Writer Unleashed is for you. A writer who has a story you want to bring onto the page and into the hearts and minds of readers. I'm Nancy Pinuccio, writer, editor, and writing coach, and each week we'll explore techniques, mindsets, and inspiration for writing stories readers can't put down. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's begin. Many years ago, my writing teacher drew arrows in the right-hand margin of my story. Now, he did this to show me where my story was moving forward, the action, and where it was moving backwards, the backstory. The arrows showed that the majority of my story was moving backwards. A tiny portion of it was moving forward, but for the most part, the arrows were going in reverse. My story was mostly backstory. And this is the most common mistake with backstory. Overloading backstory and drowning out the story's present. And this can cause the reader to forget what's happening in the present of your story and even lose interest and bail out completely. But I want to say that this is a good mistake to make because it shows you have good instincts. A big part of the writing process is understanding who our characters are and how they got to where they are in the story's present. Where your character is in the story's present is the result of decisions, influences, and events that happened in their past. So this is the right instinct. In fact, you should be exploring your story's backstory throughout the entire writing process. You just need to get clear on two things, what backstory you need in order to write the story and what backstory the reader needs to know. So every novel or short story focuses on one specific story, the forward moving action. Let's call this the front story. This is the story you want to tell. The backstory deepens and expands your character. And it's often what makes a character multidimensional and believable. The backstory gives two types of information. One is past events that are crucial for you and your reader to understand the story's present. 
And the other is what you need to know as the author, what you need to create your character. Now, this doesn't all have to be on the page, and we'll get to that, so stay with me. But backstory is not static. It's not something you have to do first and then forget about. It's something that you can and should be discovering as you write and revise your story. The thing you want to avoid is imposing facts and insignificant history on your character that the reader doesn't need to know about or isn't even interested in. So number one, discover the backstory while you're writing. Move back and forth between the present and the past, between front story and backstory. Let it evolve. Allow your backstory to adapt to the story you're telling. So let's talk about what backstory you need to know as the author. So as you're exploring backstory, as you're putting your characters into certain situations and seeing how they react, keep asking questions. Why are they reacting this way? What happened in their past that caused them to do this? What happened in their past that caused them to feel this way? Use the actor's technique. Now, actors come into every scene knowing their character's backstory, but it's infused into the present scene. It bears pressure on the story. And actors bring that backstory into each and every scene. It's felt rather than told. It's intuited by the audience. It's not spoon-fed. So what you need to know about your characters, the essential thing you need to know, is what actors need to know to play their scenes. Now, you may know the psychology behind your character's motivations and their actions and their behaviors, but you don't have to share that with your reader. So I'm thinking of Dog Day Afternoon. This is a brilliant movie from the 70s. So we meet Sonny, played by Al Pacino, when he's robbing a bank with a group of his friends, and it's clear he's never done this before, and it's already off to a rocky start. He's nervous, he's sweating, he's fumbling. One member of his crew can't go through with it at the last minute and asks to be let out. And there's a lot of false starts. So already we're wondering, why is this guy robbing a bank? He's clearly not a seasoned criminal. Then about an hour into the film, we meet his lover, Leon. Now, Leon is a trans woman living as a man who can't afford sex reassignment surgery. We also learn that Sonny's married to a woman, so we learn why he's robbing the bank to finance his lover's sex change operation. Now, if we didn't have that key information, he would just be another first-time bank robber. So what? But We understand what he's motivated by. But the thing to note here is that Al Pacino brings his character's backstory to every scene right from the start. We don't get the history of how he and Leon met or any backstory about his relationship with his wife. We don't get backstory about Sonny's childhood or when he discovered he was gay. We only get what's relevant to the front story, the bank robbery. Now, 
you can bet that Al Pacino knew his character's backstory inside and out. He likely knew all about his childhood and what life was like with his wife when he first discovered he was gay, how he met Leon, their first date, and everything in between. And all of that is imbued in his performance. So actors rely on sense memories. It's not important what happened. What's important for you to know is what your character felt about what happened. Now, the famous acting teacher Stanislavski used to tell actors to create a biography for their characters. And this is something writers are often encouraged to do. And it it can be useful. Now, these are details like age, gender, occupation, family life, political alliance, education, height, moral beliefs, temperament, things like that. Now, that may all be useful to you as the writer, but it doesn't all have to be on the page. What's most important for you to know is what's happening underneath all of that, what's happening underneath the language. Why does Sonny want what he wants? What is he afraid will happen if he doesn't get what he wants? What's the worst thing that ever happened to him? What's the most humiliating thing? You want to get underneath the surface details of your character. You want to know what's driving them in the present. And this can all be imbued in the story. It's underneath the language. You don't have to spell it out for the reader. So number one, discover backstory while you write. Let it adapt to your story. Number two, explore what you need to know about your character's past so you can create your character from the inside out. And number three, think about what backstory your readers need to know. What belongs on the page? Now, when I first meet a couple, a married couple, or a couple who are madly in love, the first thing I always want to know is how they met. But I'm not interested in what their childhood was like or where they grew up or what their parents did for a living. I just want to know how and where they met. I want the relevant backstory. Now, if they're breaking up or the marriage is in trouble, I want to know different things. I want to know what series of events or dynamics led to that fracture. Again, I don't need to know everything about their childhood or their moral or religious beliefs where they grew up. None of that. That kind of backstory might be useful to you as the author, but it doesn't all need to be on the page. But some backstory is crucial to your storyline, and your reader needs to know certain things in order to understand a certain behavior or a major decision or a turning point. Now, there's a story behind every decision we make, behind every action we take. If we move to a new state or a new country, something in our past has prompted that move. Every situation we're in now is the result of decisions and events from our past, and every decision we make now will affect our future. So you want to think of this as significant history. If your character is robbing a bank in the front story, 
we may want to know what happened in his past that motivated him to be that reckless and desperate. So let's say your character is a bored, lonely housewife. What from her past is useful for us to understand her right now? For example, in the first chapter of Revolutionary Road, we learn that April Wheeler wanted to be an actress and that she attended one of the best acting schools before she got married. Now, this piece of backstory is doled out in one sentence. In fact, it's part of the sentence. It's not even the whole sentence. The author doesn't go into a long detour into her past as an aspiring actress. And as the story unfolds and as her marriage to Frank Wheeler unravels, we know why she's unhappy and desperate to escape her situation. We know she's in a lot of pain because her dream died as she and her husband achieved the American dream. Now, if the author had presented her as just an unhappy wife, we wouldn't feel her pain. We'd have nothing at stake. So here's what to do next. I've created a free character questionnaire to help you explore your character's backstory. These are questions that actors use to explore their characters beneath the surface, To grab your free character questionnaire, head on over to nancypinuccio.com forward slash character. I'll link in the show notes. So let's recap. Number one, backstory is a process of discovery. It should unfold as you explore your material, as you write and revise You don't want to impose facts and history on your character that may not be relevant to your story or necessary for your reader to know. Number two, explore what you need to know in order to create your character. What's happening underneath the action? Think like an actor here. What's the story behind the story? What happened is not the essential thing. The essential thing is how your character felt about what happened in the past. And number three, what's crucial for your readers to know? What's relevant to the story you're telling? What do they need to understand about a behavior, a choice, or a situation? Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Writer Unleashed. More free resources are available at nancypinuccio.com. So head on over there to grab your gifts. And if you want to connect with more like-minded writers and with me, join us in our private Facebook group over at facebook.com slash groups slash writer unleashed community. It's totally free to join. I'll see you next week same time, same place. Till then, keep writing and I'll talk to you soon.